Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fun. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare to dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Catchy hooks and hobos in the bar, and RBs and extra cheese and girls who like it rough. These 
pants and shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stuff and Things. Bienvenue. Bien- yeah. Welcome. Bienvenue. Um, hello. Uh, so, uh, welcome to this episode of This Week. This Week. Cuddle, cuddle in, guys. Everybody snuggle up together. Get close. Unless you're driving an automobile. Jesus Christ, watch out for that truck. That truck. Jerry, the truck. That's going to be right for maybe one of our listeners. That'll be <laughs> Jerry's great. like, oh, thanks, guys. You're welcome, Jerry. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, before we get into Your the- life debt begins now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already have somebody named Chewy on here, but I could I could deal with two life debts. That's good. <laughs> well, Chewy doesn't really have a life debt to me, but I'm working no. on it. Yeah. <laughs> that way you can, he's trying gets to get at me, me. I'm like, hey man, life debt. Hey man, life debt. You're trying to, you're always putting me in zany situations, like <laughs> making me like- Water ski jump over sharks, and you're making me. Uh, I'm just off to the side. Yeah. Like, huh? Was <laughs> <laughs> well, this the time? Can is I save this, him now? Is this the one? Oh, he's about to eat that. The problem cheese. is, Chewie's too confident in the things that he does. <laughs> he's he usually does a pretty good job. Let's see if this bite gives him a heartburn because yeah. that could be an indicator to heart attack. <laughs> so, welcome to Stuff and Things. Uh, I saved your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that egg sandwich could have killed you by cholesterol. That's true. Um, Although so, the link between cholesterol and eggs have been proven, it is not conducive that that is a cholesterol that is in fact negative and affects your heart negatively and can lead to death. You're working with egg people, aren't you? No, it's not like that at all. <laughs> Lady with the, <laughs> the egg costume. Yeah. Um, Simpsons so, joke. Welcome to Stefan Things. This is your first time with us. Hello. And if you're a returning uh, sat cat, welcome back. Um, so before we get into the show proper, we want to go through the business and let you guys know, uh, how you can reach out to us. If you like things that we do and you want to become involved, uh, way number one is to go to our website, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Uh, it's a Tumblr blog website, so you can follow us on Tumblr, hit the little plus button and then get updates on when new episodes come out and, uh, maybe eventually we'll start posting silly stuff on there. I don't know. Yeah. Right now it's just kind of a list of episodes, but it's good if you want to kind of see them all through and if search them quickly. there was like more time in someone's schedule, perhaps to yeah. be able to update things like websites more often yeah. i wonder if that's a relevant piece of information that might come out later oh uh, we'll, we'll see um so uh that's one way you can reach out to us along the sidebar of that website there's some little links of things you can do thing number one you can do is subscribe to us on itunes so if you have a iphone by this time if you have a brand new uh, if you happen to be out in front of the apple store early get a brand new iphone 6s and you're like how do i what's the first thing i want to christen this with listening to yeah. why not choose stuff and things in Absolutely. fact you're probably already doing it yeah. right now because <laughs> you're listening to us so uh, and if you haven't got your new phone yet then like hey man Congrats on listening to us while you're waiting in line for your new phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, we're happy that we're sending your old phone out in style. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can subscribe <laughs> Take to us there. Take it from me. I don't want it anymore. I want the new one. I want the camera. It has these two idiots on it. <laughs> Get them off, Shut up. How do I unsubscribe? <laughs> can I remove the podcast app? Oh, I have a feeling we're going to... Have a lot more to say about this in the coming weeks. <laughs> um, so uh, that is uh, that is one way you can reach out to us, subscribing on iTunes, leaving us reviews, and listening to us on all your favorite uh, devices. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us via social media. Uh, you can reach out to us on platforms such as Twitter. Uh, we are on Twitter at at sat 
Podcast. That's S-A-T Podcast. And we're also individually on Twitter, too. For me, Ian, it's at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. That's C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also reach out to us via uh, via good old-fashioned uh, Instagram if you like taking pictures and you like putting those pictures. online. You can look at us at at Sat Podcast on, uh, on Instagram as well. We are also on Facebook, so give us a thumbs up. Tell your friends. Share our page. Uh, and you can also uh, reach out to us via good old-fashioned American email at stuff and things podcast at gmail.com again that's stuff s-t-u-f-f-a-n-d not the ampersand things podcast at gmail.com and finally you can check out uh this show and many many more uh really quick easy links to them at stuff and things network.com there's also a neat little contact form there so you can fill that out and uh contact us very easily there we'll get those you can pick what show you want to tell us about and what your comment is and then we'll we'll read them on the uh, on the air so um that is the business uh so chewy yes I'm kind of dry this week. I only have one story to tell, and it happened earlier today. It's and a, it's a first for me. Oh, is it, so it's like a personal story? Yeah. Oh, personal town, huh? Yeah, but it's kind of gross. I'm going to okay. warn all, all of our listeners. It's fine. I mean, we're start, starting gross here. Chewy. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. I had a poop. Yeah. So strong mm-hmm. that the suction from the toilet couldn't break it in half. <laughs> And it clogged the toilet. <laughs> of course, it was a, it was gross. Uh, but I, but I watched it. I snu- yeah, I don't know if you noticed this when I snuck out and I saw you in the living room. I was like, hey, I just went, oh, I gotta go back to my room quick, and I just grabbed the plunger. And went, of course you did. But it was, but this, but like so much so, like I've never experienced that. I've never clogged a toilet. I usually clog the toilet by being like, oh no, act something happened accidentally. Not like I knew when I looked down the bowl, like this is gonna end badly. <laughs> and I was for a minute, I was like. That's impressive that that came out. My my intestines are doing a good job yeah. forming this, but like, then I was like, "Oh no, it's it's too strong." <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a cutting down a redwood tree and then realizing that normal chainsaws just aren't going to get it done <laughs> when you try to cut it in half. I, I'm just stoked that in like I don't know the past like four years I haven't clogged a toilet, you know, and like, well, luckily it was my own toilet. It's not like it was a public toilet. It was a public toilet. I just want to ran away. (laughs) And like before that, (laughs) pretend like I didn't do it. I'm like, Oh man, that was gross in there. I'm lucky that I, you know, I soldiered through it. Isn't that what happened at fucking knots? Or was it Adam? Where like the toilet was overflowing. It sounds like something Adam might do. You guys were just like, Oh, who did that? (laughs) Oh no, that was me. That was me. No, it was uh, It was uh, because, oh, what happened? No, I was peeing, and I knew yeah. I shouldn't have flushed it because I don't think, I think the thing was clogged by something else. Yeah. And so I flushed it, and then the water started coming over the, the, the rim of, of, of the toilet. <laughs> and it was like a waterfall. Oh, and I remember no. I looked over at Adam because he looked over, and I was yeah. like, we're like, let's just, just go with this. Oh, who did that? <laughs> it's almost as good as, you see my friend Toby? Uh, oh, yeah. God. We know. haven't been back there since then because, we, because we're too offended by it. I, uh... I've, Maybe you got a, maybe you got chunky piss. I guess so. My body's shutting down. You got a thick piss. Going Here's the on thing there. though, like, and I don't mean to talk too much about poo, ladies, but um, I will. I, I don't know. I I don't, I don't, now it doesn't matter. She doesn't listen. I don't. I don't know why that <laughs> she subscribes. Fra- she might listen to one. Was like phrase hey. poo. I know. It was, I don't mean to talk too much about poo, comma ladies, ladies. <laughs> but the way it sounds like poo ladies. Oh man, that's it. when you get really lonely on a desert island. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna make a lady out of your own excrement. <laughs> make a friend poop house. Hey there, poop house. Poop house. Maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want. It. Maybe you're not like us. Your mind isn't just exclusively focused on doing it with your own fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> but 
not that oh, I want to do it with my own fecal matter, Dude, but okay. I don't know. I don't know. Would I be in a, I don't know. How desperate you, could you be for yeah. human contact? Because, like, I don't know, dude. Like, that, that'd be tough. We talk a lot about being on that, desert islands. I hope we never find ourselves on one. I, I feel like we'd probably be very prepared because we would have gone through a lot of... Because here's the thing. I feel like people were like... Do you think the first thing you're going to think of when you get on the pod, uh, on the island is, oh, remember we talked about this in the podcast? <laughs> well, I think your first thought's going to be like, how the fuck did I get here? No, no, but here's the thing. Yeah, that absolutely, that's true. <laughs> but I feel like some people, you know, that they, they just focus on the survival aspect of it. It's like, yeah. okay, great. You know how to survive. Mm-hmm. Guess what? There's this whole thing called your mind that <laughs> continues to work when you are isolated on an island and you start to think about weird things. And guess what? You have no one to bounce these ideas off, off of beforehand. <laughs> so you don't know how it's going to turn out where we, we've done that. Cause it's like, okay, surviving, Fuck. Like, need be, you and I will eat fucking sand. Because we're fucking <laughs> fat asses. I don't know about that. So we'll be like, oh, I guess it's I think I'd, pr- I think I'd go for the like the tree leaves first. Well, I, I know, but eventually we'd probably have die. To, they'd probably be poison, and we, that's how I'd die. We'd, we'd have to. You ate good old unpoisoned sand. <laughs> good old rocks. Good old, good old rocks. Crest rocks. We, well, we'd have to climb up the trees. Yeah. And we, well, we, what if they just fall down? Well, I mean, but then they'd be dead. That as good as eating. That as good as eating sand. I don't know, dude. I'm just saying, like they could be poisoned. <laughs> the dead feast poison. of the island. Dead, <laughs> dead leaves and sand. <laughs> dead leaves and sand. Maybe a little salt water on the side mm, for mm-hmm. dipping. For dipping. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be more fucked up. Is what if we were on this island and we were making these poo people, these poo pals, yeah. and then there's that we're just some experiment. Some scientists are watching it somewhere. <laughs> like. Fascinating. You know, we, we <laughs> left a volleyball on the island. We left a mannequin. He was really mad. He kicked that volleyball into the water <laughs> the first day. The first day he took that. He took the mannequin, broke it apart, and burned it for fire. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of trying to get one, he burned the mannequin. Yeah. And then he fell asleep for four days because of the fumes. <laughs> he breathed them in. He thought it would make it go, get all over faster. He thought he could sleep it off. He thought he could ride it out in his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you start you start hallucinating a waiter coming to you. Welcome, and here's uh, the feast of the island. Traditional dead poison leaves sprinkled with a nice assortment of be- dark and white beach sands and drizzled with an ever-so-elegant uh, glaze of seawater. <laughs> No, this is great. This, 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 this is, is like great. Trop- yeah. this is like a tropical getaway. This is like a tropical <laughs> like getaway. Man, I wish Randy Newman were here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Welcome to the island. It's the great place. Look at that people all over the place. <laughs> you just rhyme place with place, Randy. I'm Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Huh? What's that? <laughs> oh no, they're gonna fight. What if you became so? What if you became on an island and you became so crazy yeah. that all of our, like, all of our fictional characters, we yeah. start hallucinating that they were there and they were our pals? Oh, they were really f- just made out of fecal. Who <laughs> 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 would be like your spirit guy? I feel like the first one to appear. Yeah. Have to be Stan. Have to be Stan. Because he would comfort us and let yeah, us know. Like, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah, what you need to do is do some more pooping. <laughs> you need to make noise. Keep, that's like the Sarah Winchester yeah, of the yeah. island. Yeah. Keep pooping. 
Keep pooping or you'll die. <laughs> you'll die. <laughs> Little do you know you're actually blind All the ghosts of all the people so you've offended on the podcast are going to come get you. All these dolphins. So you need to confuse them by surrounding yourself with poop people. They won't be able to tell the difference because you're a pile of shit. Oh, uh, that. What if they were like, Ian, like, this is a, not even a real island. It's like Truman Show. It's like in the middle of a dome that they built. And if I were to sw- swim just like maybe two miles out. Maybe just swim two miles. Yeah, it's a long way. It is, but, but it's if I doable. put it on my back and did it for a day, I it's can make it. Also doable. Yeah. But and, and like it's artificial sun. So yeah. But um. But if I did that, I could get out. But for some reason, I'm too afraid of dolphins in the water, <laughs> oh, trying man. to to have their well, sexual we, ways with we me. We know that we'll be taken to dolphin court. <laughs> dolphin court. Yeah, they, they'll get us, and they'll, they'll get us, Ian. <laughs> they won't let us leave. <laughs> <laughs> think they'll let us leave on bail? No, probably not. No, they'll let us leave on... Uh, kale is not from the ocean. Never probably mind. not. Never mind. I was going to say kale. Well, I'm glad that you had some sort of eventful personal story today. <laughs> I did. Because I definitely... <laughs> wow. There's the top things being born. Yeah. Uh, kissing my girl, f- kissing the girl <laughs> the first time. Making sweet love for the first time. And making this... And making a poo. Making this poop. <laughs> making <laughs> a poo. It won't break in half. By the mere section of my toilet. <laughs> wow. um, that's the, not the best poo story. The best poo story I had was when I made an iceberg, but well, that's the story for another time. <laughs> oh, okay. That's where, the, um, that's where, by the way, when the poo breaks the water and there's a little bit of it popping out the top, like an iceberg. You can't see the rest because it's under the water. Well, you, you can't see it. And then you hopefully you get a little secondary poo. Here's what's weird. I don't, uh, from what I understand, like, and and correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but most ladies that I've talked to, I kind of like in a nice, polite way, ask them, do you ever look in the toilet like when you poop? <laughs> and most of them are just like, no, I just flush it. But like yeah. every guy I know is like, yeah, look, I think yeah. my theory is that's the closest we can get to making babies. So we need to see what we've made. <laughs> look at my child. <laughs> look at my brown baby. <laughs> um, but we need we need to look. We need to look and like and verify that it's I don't know. That's just me. Do you always look that when you when you poop? Healthy. Do you always look when you poop? You always look at what you made. Be like, hmm. I, I would say most of the time. Um, I always get bummed when the toilet seat cover falls in and covers it, and I'm like, God yeah, damn it. Well, like that's the thing. Sometimes that happens, so like I can't. Or sometimes you're just like in a rush. But let me ask you this: Are you bummed when that happens? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm not weird. <laughs> but, I'm, but like sometimes I'm like or, in a or rush. We're both weird. I, I'm in a rush and I'm like, okay, cool. Like flush, and then like I'll be washing my hands. And be like, oh shit, I didn't look. Oh well. Yeah. Like I'll think to my, I'll think to myself. Oh yeah, I didn't damn look. it. Oh well. Oh well, but I'm like I'm I'm busy. I like we, yeah, we gotta I go it. or gotcha, something gotcha. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I almost made a log like that in my pants when not literally, but because I was scared. Okay. Um, oh, we're jumping. <laughs> it's not even yeah. October yet, and you're already excited. Well, this isn't about like this isn't like scary in the sense of like Halloween. Oh, okay. This is so. Um, I don't know if you recall, but I think it was. I don't know if it was the night of or the next night after we recorded last time that I went to Evan's house Mm -hmm. and then like the next day I came back or something like that. And I was like, I have a story for you. Okay. Yes. About that day. Yes. Um, so you you have a personal life story. Yeah. It was Thursday. Yeah. It was Thursday. Cause I was, I was frantically trying to get to Evan's house for Thursday night football. Yeah. Football. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm racing to get there. Um, I forgot why, but it was just kind of a series of things that like were slowing me down. <laughs> and finally it's like, <clears throat> I'm almost there. And it's like, I don't know. The, the f- 
it's like in the middle of the third quarter or something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be able to catch like, you know, a half hour of the game left or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. that, you know. And I pull, I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up to, uh, there's someone parked in front of his house. So I'm like, I'm pulling up in front of the church, like by the fire hydrant kind of. Mm-hmm. And the, um, some dude stumbles out. You know how like there's that driveway that gets you into the church, yeah, and then there's that like long driveway that's next to his house uh-huh, that's uh-huh. kind of like an alley or whatever. Uh-huh. Some dude stumbles out of, I swear, their driveway. Like he's like stumbles out and like he he rounds the corner and he starts like walking and I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking loaded, you know? Like he's mm-hmm. he's, he's drunk, drunk. On yeah. He's he's on something. He's wearing like a army jacket and like you know like cargo pants and he's all like just fucking like strung out and shit and like, you know, or drunk. I'm like, Oh fuck. So I wait a second, right? I pull up and he, he's walking by and he walks by on the sidewalk. He's like past like my passenger, like side door. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, he's walking past. So I open the door and I step out and I get up and I close the door and I look up and he had come back around the front of the car. Like, and he was like where like the front, uh, driver's side headlight is and I'm already out of my car and I already closed the door. <laughs> you know? Oh, now you have to have a conversation. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, just, I don't have any money. Like, you know, whatever. And he's like, um, I, I was like, I'll just, I'll like grab whatever like changes in my cup holder or whatever. Probably like, you know, like 50 cents or something like that. I have a feeling yeah. he didn't want money. So... <laughs> Why is it that I have that feeling? So he comes up and he's like, hey, man, I need a favor from you. And I was like, uh, I don't really have any. And he's like, can you help me out, dude? These like, he's And I'm like, oh, he's going to be one of those. Like, my car broke down and I just need to get this gasoline so I can get to the pharmacy on time to pick up the medication for my aunt. And she's really sick, but we're a Christian. <laughs> whoa, so, whoa, calm, calm yeah, down, Peter Parker. So that's what I thought he was going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. be like. But he was just like, he's like, yeah, man. So I kind of like looked up at him and he's like, I just got jumped by like four Vatos right now. What? And he's like, and they took my medication and like, can you, can I, like, I, I need you to call like the police for me and like this and that or whatever. And I was like, so I, at first oh, I'm like, why uh, did I get involved with I was this? Like, this? This guy like is obviously, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, yeah, he wants something else. But then I look at him and his like, his like eyebrow, he's like bleeding like pretty oh, badly shit. and his like eyes all swollen. Like he got, he got fucked up. Oh, man. You know, so I'm like, oh, okay. He like got fucked up. So I pull out my phone and I realize, cool. I just pulled out my iPhone in front of this guy. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know at this point. And I'm like, um, I call and he's like, can you just tell him like, my name is such and such. And like, I'm in front of this place, et cetera. Et cetera. And I just put it on speaker and I just let him. And like, here's what I'll say. He never once reached for the phone. As soon as I put it on speaker and I held it out to him, he actually took like a little step back and like kind of was like, you know, like leaning forward, talking towards the phone, you know, and stuff like that. But then like he was talking on the phone with them or whatever. And he starts, you know, spinning the story with them as well. <laughs> and um, then I like, I like smell like the beer on him and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, he's also drunk, but I'm like, obviously he got fucked up. I'm like, maybe, maybe he fell though or something. He's like, yeah, I got like, these four guys, like they like, you know, beat me up and this and this and that. And like, they're going to go after my mom now and this and this and that. And his story was that he, I, I couldn't really make heads or tails of it. But what I got was his name is Paul. Okay. Okay. And he, um, 
he he was saying that like he had he'd had a run in with these guys before or something like that, and they basically told him like you're gonna come like meet us at this day like like bullies you know like you're gonna come meet us this day this mm-hmm. time or whatever at this location, otherwise we're gonna go like find your mom and like kill her or something like that. So he like went and then th- there was four of them instead of the two he was expecting and etc. And so he's he's telling this story and like the lady's like okay like is your mom like around is your mom okay he's like I don't know I haven't you know. They stole my phone. That's why I'm like using like this guy's phone, etc. Like he had a phone with him, uh, also, but he like couldn't get it to turn on. It like looked like it was like smashed, like stepped on or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, I grabbed a phone off the ground after the fight. It might be one of the guys, but it looks like it's smashed, you know." And um, so he's going on, and then he's like, he's like adjusting his jacket, and he just casually out of his pocket pulls a fucking hunting knife out. That doesn't have like a sheath in it. It's just it's just in his pocket, where the blade alone is longer than my pocket knife when it's open. Mm-hmm. Like the blade so is. Like, you guys got like a fucking Bowie knife. He's like got a, like a Bowie knife there, yeah. and he like pulls it out. And he's just like holding it at that uh-huh. point, and that's what I'm like. Uh, I'm like holding like the, my phone with the right hand. I see that, and I'm just like I look at him, and I'm like, I switch my phone hand and take like a step back. And I reach into my pocket and I grab my pocket knife and I have it like half open. And I'm like, if he makes a move, I'm going to drop the phone, whip the knife out and run. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's what I'm going to do, you know? And, um, cause why? So he could chase you with his knife. He's going to get a knife fight. I'm just What am I going to do? Not run, stand there. If he makes a sudden move at me with a knife, yell fire. No, I'm going to run. I'm going to yell fire I'm gonna, that's while you're fine. running. But I'm also going to have my knife ready in case he catches me. <laughs> but in, in any case, so luckily that didn't happen. Run, well, would you run? Where, which way direction would you run? Towards Evan's house or away? He was standing between me and Evan's house. So would you like try to run around the car or try to just get I, around I him? would have gone straight down the, the street towards away where from the, a potential yeah. safe house <laughs> no i'd go towards where all the other like where all the traffic is okay. where all that all stuff right. is Fair you point. know um <clears throat> and so luckily he didn't lunge at me or anything like that you know but he like takes the knife out and i just see him like looking at it and he's like he like i don't know he he's like trying to put it back in his pocket but he can't quite find it i'm like oh he's gonna kill himself or me with this knife right now like and he's just did like, you literally think you were gonna get stabbed to death I was kinda, that a real fear? Yeah, because oh, like man. he pulled out this thing and he just had it. He like he like looked at it and then he like he like took it out like that. And I was like, so remember when we talked to the podcast a long time ago? But that guy who just did his hand yeah, like that and yeah. how that scary that was. Yeah, it, it, it came full circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really yeah, the guy who just like ha. Um, <laughs> except this didn't flip open. It was already open because it's already a, fucking a giant fucking knife. knife. Yeah, and um, so he eventually he puts it away and he's like. um they're, they're saying stuff. And he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "She's like, he's like, oh, your mom." And and he's like, "Oh, she's living over on like the, like the other side of the freeway over here." And they're like, "Oh, what's her address?" He's like, "Uh, she doesn't really." And they're like, "Okay, is she like homeless?" And he's like, "Yeah, right now she's, you know, she doesn't have a place, and you know, this is like where she typically like stays around this area." And like, um, he's he's like, uh, "You probably know, you probably know her. Her name is such and such, and she she was in the newspaper last week. She uh she was hitting people with her tire iron." <laughs> yeah. So I forgot to look into that story, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, yeah. And then he's he's like. He's just like, yeah, like, ah, I don't know why I let her, like, wrangle me into these things. But, like, I mean, she's my mom. So, you know, this and this and that. And, like, he's just going on and on. 
and I'm like, ah, oh, this is, this is like a bad situation, you know? And, um, so the cop cars pull up, right? And they like, um, the dude comes up. So I'm like standing there holding the phone like this, like at a huge, like arm's distance. And like, I'm just standing there like, okay, he's using my phone, you know, on speaker to talk to the police dispatch. And he, um, the cop, you know, shines a light at me. He's like, he's like, who are you? I was like, I, I'm just, I'm letting him use my phone. He's like, why are you letting him use your phone? I'm like, he's, he's bleeding. He asked me to call the police. He said he needed help. You know, that some guys jumped him. And then he's like, looking at me, he's like, he's like, he's like, do you know him? I was like, uh, no. He's like, you've never met him before. I'm like, no. He's like, all right, thank you. And then he's like, you can go now. So I just like left. I, I go over, I, I knock on Evan's door and Evan's like, He's like, hey, it's the fourth quarter. I'm like, yeah, look over there. He's like, what's going on? And he like looks and he's like, are those cop cars? I was like, yeah. And he's like, why are there cop cars? I'm like, because some guy named Paul stumbled out of your driveway, asked me to call the cops because he was bleeding real bad and then pulled out a knife while he was on the phone and then the cops showed up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm like, well, the game's on. <laughs> I'm like, is the game still on? <laughs> he's like, yes. And I was like, all right, let's watch some football. <laughs> and I told him like the story and stuff, but just like, ah, oh, God, it was one of those things. Where it was fucking gnarly, dude. He had a gnarly knife. Did you find, I saw you looking. something. did you find that? I'm, I'm looking, I'm seeing if there's anything. Uh, I, I Google search Tustin tire iron, tire iron. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, he, um, yeah, that's Paul. That's when Paul got jumped by four Vatos. Oh, my God. But, oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to see. 26, 29, woman upset over the wrong order. No. I don't think so. No, nothing. I can't find anything on it. All right. Well, we'll see. if we find something, we might bring it up again later. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll see if we can find this guy's mom. Oh, he made it, just <laughs> made that up. I, he might have. That's fucking terrifying, and That's like real world scary. And then he was like, when he was like on hold with the dispatch, he was saying something to me about like, he's like man, this like this happened to me before, like back in Jamaica. Back in Jamaica, when I was there, I was in this hotel room, and these guys got me in there, and they had like guns. They 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 like wanted like my medication, and I have cancer, and they're taking my meds, and I'm like, okay, you just tell. Tell the police people what you want to tell them. <laughs> and then I'm going to go. I'm, I'm trying to watch football. <laughs> I'm trying to live I'm my tr- own life. I'm try- I'm but you know what? To- in a way, you did a really good thing. That's a really yeah. brave thing you did. And actually, luckily, it turned out good for you. Yeah. It doesn't turn out bad. I'm, I'm trying to... I'm that could have been the last episode last week. That could have been, dude. Oh, man. How, Can you how imagine my week if I had to come on this week and be like, so... How much would it have Chewy's fucking dead. sucked, dude, if, like, the dude, like, stabbed me in the gut with his fucking, like, knife? And, like, later that night, you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like, and Evan never episode. found out? He never was like, where is he? Yeah, they, like, recorded the episode or something like that. And then, like, I don't know. I imagine at some point in the first 48 hours, you'd get a call being, like, because you'd be like, where's Chewy? And you'd, like, text or something like that, and I wouldn't reply, maybe. And then, like, at some point, you'd get a thing be like, hey, so uh, probably, your but, friend's been stabbed. Here's what would probably happen if you got stabbed to death. Here's what yeah. would probably happen. So I would say, say this guy would totally leave me there because he didn't see me. No, no, no. Right I'm just mind. saying from, from my, from my yeah. perspective. So I wouldn't know that you. I knew you went to Evans. Yeah. And I'll probably next morning wake up. I'll say, hey, Matt, have you seen Chewy? Yeah. And Matt would be like, no, he didn't come home last night. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Okay, well, I'm sure he's yeah. okay. A few hours go by. Yeah. 
then I would probably call and be like, are you supposed to go over to Evan? Let me call Evan. Yeah. Be like, Evan, did you hear anything about Chewy? Let's just pretend Evan hasn't been outside yeah. today. No, he never came over. Or they night. had it all cleaned I thought up. he just stayed home. <laughs> well, no, like I imagine if there's police sirens out front, they probably would come and go, you know, and hey, yeah. sir, let's pretend your body's still laying there. It's like yeah. nine in the morning. So you've been there all night. No one's spotted no one, you yet. No one spotted me in front of this very busy street in front of this church. Let's say it's the middle of the night. Uh, let's just pretend, let's just say no one spotted you at all. All right. I'm just saying, let's pretend you like it's the longest possible time. Let's say Paul stabbed you and then hid your body under the car. Okay. So no one can see you from the street so, unless. But Evan would see my car parked in front of. But my, he'd be like, "That's weird," and he'd look outside and he'd be like, "I haven't gone outside today." Like, I'll, I'll, I'll look. And then he'll he'll be like, "He never texted me back like a little bitch." Yeah, he'd be <laughs> bad mouthing the dead. Yeah. And so I, he'd probably head outside and see your car. He'd be like, "Oh, Chewie's car's here. That's weird." He wouldn't think to look under it initially. That wouldn't be his first thing. He'd be like, "That's weird. I wonder where he is. Maybe he like yeah. I don't know. Maybe something happened last <laughs> night." So then I'd be like, "Okay, maybe something happened with mom or something." So I probably I don't have your mom's number. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. You should probably get your parents' phone well, number. Yeah, especially because <laughs> I know this much. I'll tell you. I know you have my mom's phone I'll, number. <laughs> I'll tell you this much straight up. I'm pretty sure my parents have your number because I one time I gave that to them. Like, hey, just in case, whatever mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like way back when. But then I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, my parents would probably never call you. No, I'd have like, to call them. Like, if if I were to. It, if I were to the have only time they would call me is if they were expecting a call from you and didn't get it and knew I was with you. Yeah, like I, I, I. Could but in be, this scenario, if I fucking died and all that stuff, they would not call you. They, they just wouldn't because my dad wouldn't think to do that, you know, and my mom wouldn't think to do that or whatever. They'd just be like, well, we got to tell like family and stuff like that. Like they would not, t- they probably wouldn't tell my work. They wouldn't tell anyone that wasn't family. It's true. So then like to everyone else, I'd just disappear. So what would probably happen is I'd probably call Adam, who I'd yeah. imagine might have your parents number or at least be able to go to your parents' house yeah. and be like, hey, your son's missing. And then yeah. eventually, probably by the time that happened, I'd probably get a call back from Evan saying, <laughs> I found his body under the car. There's so much blood. Why didn't I see it? I love him so much. What? Evan. <laughs> Natalie's just like, Evan, come Evan, on. Evan, he's just, he's just your friend. He's just- <laughs> no, no. She, she'd be like, Evan. No, I think Natalie would, would probably oh, yeah. be bummed. Right. I, I think she'd be bummed. She'd be you'd, like, be, you'd be missed. She'd be, she'd be like For this. For a short while. She'd be like this, Evan. You saw the blood. So let me why ask didn't, you this. Why didn't then? you say anything let to me the ask cops? You this. In the event of in the event of your, I thought it was fake blood. In the event of your death with the podcast, do you want me to come on and, and try to be like so? <laughs> oh yeah, I want you to announce it to everyone that I'm dead. And do, how do you want, much me, do you want to appear like a regular episode, like with the theme song and everything? Or just to be <laughs> like a Hey everybody, so um, Yeah, do like a like a sad pitiful out with a whimper like but like no like there's no like theme song no anything it's just a post on the feed of me being like so um last night (laughs) like that at 11 45 p.m at Aston police department found his body <laughs> lying in the street. I like how we're laughing. We're laughing. Yeah. This is awful. This could um, have actually happened. It could. It could oh, have happened, but God. it didn't because like, that's, that's I'm much too resilient for that. I yeah. already had a plan in mind. You probably would have. If Paul would have stabbed you, you probably would have stabbed Paul back. 
Oh, I absolutely. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. Well, I don't know because I've never been stabbed, so I might have been in too much pain. <laughs> here's the thing. I was ready to drop everything and leave and also to defend myself. Gotcha. Um, uh, luckily, it didn't have to happen, but I, I like to think that I helped him out. Hopefully, everything that he said, you know, if it was true, they found those four guys and, mm, and like, he, he seemed he seemed to have known at least a couple of them. Yeah. So that, well, that, that would be let's good. Go. Well, here's the fucked up thing, too. That night, for whatever reason, I was just like looking a bunch into for whatever reason, like the night before I was just really like Googling, like out of nowhere, like. I want to see like a map of all the gangs around where we live. And I was like looking at like maps to see like, okay, this area has this gang, this area. Oh, that makes sense. That matches up with this graffiti that I've seen. And just like random things like that. And I'm like, huh, I feel informed now. And then it's like, this guy's like, I got jumped by four Vatos. <laughs> and I was like, all right. That's I like weird. How- this isn't their normal area. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. It sounds like. Like you're profiling. Did you ask him really what yeah. gang you belong to? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that, 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 that was that night. Well, I'm glad you're um, okay. That sucked, but whatever. I'm, I'm okay. And hopefully he got his meds back. I hope so. Um, so, <laughs> so speaking of things that are scary, I guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So we, we talked about, um, we talked about how like Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, is coming up mm-hmm. in like a month and a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're, we're doing this grand celebration towards it or whatever. Um, so I definitely have some more scary stuff. Okay. Now we've spent the last few episodes talking Talking about about elevators. Yeah. You know, with the Elisa lamb mystery, Mm -hmm. we talked about the elevator game Mm -hmm. and then we talked talked about about how it went horribly wrong for one gentleman. (laughs) Talked about how it went horribly wrong for someone in what I assume was England Mm -hmm. because of the use of the word lifts. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have another thing where it talks about how it went wrong for someone. Okay. However, what if we explore something else? Okay. What if we explore something else equally as terrifying? Though? All right. Like, do, do you want to do that or do you want to stay on the elevator? Or do you choose to get off the elevator? I'm debating because there's five weeks in October. Five mm. weeks, five fi- Fridays. Yes. So... If this is one of those things that should be better left to October, maybe we should just tease at the last elevator story. You or know, let's let's do this. Let's um let's talk about let's take a break from the spooky right now. That okay. was that was a little taste because we're getting excited for Halloween. <laughs> oh. We're gonna do a little break here. Oh yeah, other personal stuff, dude. I so I um change a venue for my place that gives me paychecks. So, yeah, uh, probably by the by the time you hear, well, not by the time you hear this, but four days after that, yeah, so we I, will I, change venues. I will have changed venues, and maybe next week we'll tell you about where we've been working uh, all these years. I don't know about maybe that not. just yet. Maybe not. We'll think about well, it. I'll wait on that because you know, <laughs> let let dust settle and, and all that stuff. Because you never know. You know, you never know, <laughs> and, and you never know who's listening and stuff. But um, the good news is because of that, um, I will be joining you again. That's true. Chewy and I are going to be work pals again. Yeah. And Although I don't think we'll have as many good work stories, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe exactly. Well, I mean, and we remember how we talked about exceptional Ron. That yeah. may have come from my work. Yeah, yeah, yeah may exactly. have allegedly. <laughs> so oh, we may find some neat stuff. We'll see. Um, the other thing too, though, is I get to go to Illuminati Airport. You do. Uh, I'm so stoked about that. Chewy gets to fly to Denver. Um, and he's, I see so you're really stoked. I've been there a few, I've been that airport like three times now. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it still has its magic, but whenever I'm the only person who's as interested to see all that stuff, everyone all is just walking right past it, not paying attention, just want to get to the plane. I'm like, let's go look at the creepy shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm nervous because I don't want to get shot over there. You're not going to get shot. But, well, by the Illuminati guards. No, just... <clears throat> just look around and walk away. I'll get a triangle tattoo on like my neck behind my ear. <laughs> and that way, if someone's looking at me weird, I'll just like scratch my ear and like <laughs> reveal it. And then they'll be like, oh, right this way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're part of the Illuminati, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, the peanut butter conspiracy yes, behind the United States. I know. Um, uh. But you know what we can do is we can talk about some heroism. Okay. Okay. Talking about... Um, you know, I, I I like to think it's my civil duty to, to try to do things like, hey, there's a guy here who's bleeding or, you know, there's something that's wrong. Stop it. Injustice. But also sometimes people are more heroic. Just, um, just like, like you were a hero in, in a way. Nah, nah. I mean, no, like, I didn't save you, someone. You did. You could no. have been like, no, man, he could just bled down the street. But he got medical attention and now he's okay. Presumably. Holy shit. Hold news. on a second. Breaking news. Hold on a second. Breaking news. This happened fucking here. What do you mean here? Like, on the same street that Evan lives on, but one city over. Oh, really? The city which I was working. Oh, man. And I didn't know about this. I was just like, oh, this headline looks kind of cool, and it's a video. So this happened in our area. Finally, something happened happened nearby. This... this thing was posted today. Let's see when it happened. Okay, this happened like last week. Okay. All right. It's um, some so dash cam footage here that I'm going to play. Uh-huh. And then there's a little description of it, but let's see. So it's like a minute long here. I haven't seen this yet. Can we can we get this on the TV yeah, here? Hold on. What, what, well, can, can let's we spoil let's the name watch of, it. Can we spoil the name of the article for the boys the name, and girls? Okay, so I got it, it from Huffington Post Weird News, but if you search for it, you'll, you'll find it. Um, it's called Caught on Tape, Plane Lands in Busy Intersection During Rush Hour. The fuck? Right? No way. Let's fucking watch this all right, right now. All right. So you Holy guys shit. go ahead and Google that if you can. If not, uh, we'll try to describe to the best of our ability what yeah, we've seen. Yeah, and uh, Link or whatever. I have to watch this right okay, now. Okay, hold please. Holy shit. That was right in our uh, back door. I know exactly yeah. where that street is. I've been to that intersection. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, so I'm going to read Can you, you little- imagine being a car and then looking in your fucking rearview mirror and seeing a goddamn small path to... Pre- person passenger yeah. plane coming in for a fucking landing on the street you're driving on so here's just the little thing that was written about it here. okay it's i want to know short does it tell here. you anything about why it happened uh yeah okay good because that's what i want to know drivers at the intersections often have to beware of lunkheads texting behind the wheel pedestrians or perhaps someone who's accelerating to make the light but an airplane landing Definitely out of the ordinary. Watch a small plane make an emergency landing in Irvine, California intersection near John Wayne Airport last week during rush hour. Dash cam video of the incident was posted on September 18th by Calico Strike, who noted there were no injuries. Yeah. The Orange County Register confirmed that no one, including the instructor and student pilot aboard the aircraft, was hurt. The student pilot or the student was piloting the Piper Cherokee upon takeoff from the airport when the engine stopped. 
the coast uh, the coast reported uh, online. Um, the instructor sees the controls guiding the plane safely down to the street. Uh, one onlooker, Rudy De Leon, told uh, Coast Report Online, "You don't expect to see a plane land <laughs> in the street in front of you every day." Fuck no. Um, but like, so yeah, I'll, I'll like send that video. But you, you see a dude like waiting. Like it's a dash cam. He's just like waiting at the fucking light. And all of a sudden, like in the middle of the fucking street, a fucking small plane just, just lands. Touches down. You hear it tires screech and it just goes and you just hear him go. What the? What the fuck? And then he turns the corner and drives fast because he wants yeah. to see it. And lo and behold, there's a fucking small plane and people are driving around. Luckily, that plane didn't hit anybody. Yeah, I don't think it hit anybody. If it did hit a car, it, there were no injuries. Like, Not that I, I could see. Oh, okay. Imagine. Hey, yeah, a State Farm. Oh, uh, yeah. How can we, I need to make a claim. Like a good here. neighbor. State Farm is there. <laughs> I a need, plane hit my car. <laughs> I need to. I need to. I need to make a claim here. Uh, what's your claim? I, I seem to have gotten a fender bender. Okay. Can you describe the other vehicle? Yeah, it's um got a propeller. It's a small two-person um, single-engine plane. It, or no? He's, Excuse me. <laughs> he like says the name of the style of the plane. He's like, um, I don't have that maker model here is it a luxury sedan <laughs> uh, um, no it's a, it's a fucking it, airplane it's an airplane you know like in those commercials where you show the buffaloes hitting people's cars like well it, this is a fucking airplane this is a plane it's a fucking airplane so can you god damn can you imagine just like being there though and like god how terrifying that would that be how dude that would be fucking and i scary. always worry about that because i know where that is and i always see and whenever every time i've flown in speaking of flying in for the, for, to airports yeah every time i've flown in like, I always wonder, like, we're so close. Like, I wonder if every ever, like, they just flow just too too short and one of these fucking <laughs> airliners hits a fucking building. Yeah, they... Because they, they well, fly in pretty fucking low to yeah, John Wayne. When you fly, you fly in, in over a fucking freeway. Mm -hmm. You fly in across over the freeway, so it's like... Right before you hit the ground, you're right over a, f a freeway, and then you stop. Exactly. I'm like, I wonder if they just ever clip it and or or if they get too close and there's a car that's too light yeah um beneath it and then like you know it like lifts a car up with mm -hmm. like like engine draft or yeah, something like yeah, that yeah. I, I don't Jesus know Jesus Christ oh my god um all right so god man so we talked about the dude with the knife and yes. how that kind of came full circle yes. to an earlier episode. I have something else that might come full circle to an earlier episode here. It's something that I rejoiced at when I um when I when I saw it or when okay. I when I heard about it. Um something that I I cannot prove the link between our show and this thing occurring. Mm -hmm. But goddamn Dude, it, it's real. Okay. It's a real thing all right, now. All right. Ian. Tell me. I'm going to play a video for you. I'm sorry. I have another video okay, for guys, you. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to. Uh, this one you could listen to because there's more like narration in it and stuff like that. Okay. And I have watched this video. But we're going to. Let me watch a video here. Okay, here we go. Video is, is loading. One load video. Video is, is waiting to be loaded. Come on, video. It's being a butthead. Video is being butthead. Hold on a second, folks. Please remain seated. We are experiencing some technical difficulties.
Okay. Internet is working. All right. So we're going to watch this here. If you have a tattoo, you know what it means to commit. Yeah. To believe so passionately in something that it becomes a part of you. Yeah, for sure. Whether your tattoo pays homage to your mother or father, sister or brother, whether it's a reinforcement of your courage, strength, desire, wisdom, or liberty, or whether it's a piece that embodies your spirit completely, the one thing that doesn't change among tattoo enthusiasts is a passion for ferocious individualism. That's why we have made it our passion <gasps> to keep that passion alive. <gasps> we are NAPSA, the National Association for the Preservation of Skin Art. We are a community of men and women committed to the welfare of tattoo artists, collectors, and enthusiasts. We've developed a proprietary method of preserving skin art that will allow you to bequeath your tattoo, just like a house, wedding ring, or any other cherished possession, so that your loved ones can experience your legacy for generations to come. Because just like you're committed to your tattoo, we're committed to celebrating, sharing, and passing on the love of tattoos. And just like you, we're eager for what's next. Join us. Holy fuck, it happened. Yep. Holy shit. So if you guys don't know, Chewie talked about how he wanted to somehow, when he dies... Talking a lot about death episode. Yeah. The death episode. Um, he's talking a lot <laughs> about. Episode. He's talking a lot about when he dies. He wants to have his tattoos preserved. He talked about somehow skinning the person and doing that, but it looks like this. I don't know what the, what this process involves. Maybe you can shine a little bit of light on it. Does it give you more information about what this process is and how it works? Uh, yeah. Okay. So tell us about because this, this is something you're probably going to want to look into in the next. I don't know the I, way we yeah. eat thirty years. <laughs> Uh, so there's the National Association for the Preservation of Skin Art. Um, the website is SaveMyInc.com. Um, so it's a nonprofit membership association of like-minded tattoo artists and enthusiasts. We provide a wide uh, area of. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we pr- I can't read it here. It's okay, go ahead. You're we excited. provide a wide area of. Um, of uh, support and benefits to the tattoo community, including artists, studios, collectors, and those just curious about the industry. And now uh, they can go ahead and preserve that stuff. So let's go ahead and see right here, because uh, we kind of heard what they, why they want to do it here. Let's see if we can find out a little bit more here. View benefits. Let's see. So, um, the, the they use a proprietary method, which I don't think they're going to really disclose how that occurs, because you know then anyone and everyone will start doing it. Um, but it's got a one-time initiation fee to join, and that's one hundred and fifteen dollars. Okay, and then there's a sixty-dollar annual membership uh, due. Uh, which includes promotion of tattoo art and uh, tattoo community through advocacy, support, exposure, education, and more. Um, the proprietary, safe, professional, and easy method of producing your tattoo that will immortal- <laughs> immortalize your legacy in an artistic fashion. Um, so the benefits 
or the preservation benefits include registration of one tattoo, roughly the size of a chess piece, uh, for preservation. If you are, if, if your registered tattoo is larger than the standard size, you can double the covered area for an additional one-time initiation fee of a, of a hundred dollars. Anytime, uh, at any time, you can register additional tattoo for preservation for a one-time initiation fee of a hundred dollars. Um, after the one-time initiation fees, you will only need to pay sixty dollars yearly membership dues to remain a member and ensure your tattoo is preserved. Um, authenticate and show off your NAPSA membership with a custom-designed personalized membership certificate um, created by them. You also get it printed like on a really... It's like an official document, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that like you could have up on your wall and all that stuff. Wow, they're going for um, it. Let's see. Here we go. Have peace of mind with your final wish, with our final wish fulfillment benefit. This includes your, uh, you choose a single beneficiary to receive up to $2,000 when your registered tattoo or tattoos are uh, recovered uh, for the preservation in accordance with membership terms. Uh, members who are the ages of 18 to 49 at the enrollment time uh, receive $2,000. Uh, fulfillment benefit, which will never reduce. Members who are 50 and up receive a $1,000 one when they register. So register young. Um, so that's pretty cool. You, you have the ability to do all that sort of stuff, dude. Wow. Like for the, it, it's just happened, Chewy. You could preserve your tattoos yeah. forever. That's great, dude. That makes you really excited, I could tell. It does. I, I'm not going to lie. When I watched this video the first time, I cried a little bit because I was like, I... I know it sounds like all like fun and games and jokes when I seen it, but like mm. I really want to do that. Like it kind of bums me out that like no one. I, I think I'm the first person like in our family, like mm-hmm. mine, to have like in our lineage to have tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it kind of like bums me out that this wasn't around before and that I didn't have people before because I think like that'd be really interesting and stuff like that. And that like that's the part that bums me out about death is something like for like. Oh man, like that's gonna be cool having that put that up on the wall or whatever. But like, oh, I won't be around to be like, hey, that's that's oh, that's my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wear it every day, so whatever. But here's like the membership that you get, or like the um, the certificate that you get. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then there's also a beneficiary one. It's a cool certificate that, that they like receive authentic tattoo artwork. On. Yeah, and like, should I do that with my little pizza tattoo? You, sh- you could, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. You could. That's well, that bad boy's coming with me. <laughs> there you go. I was say that we, bad boy stays with me. I was gonna say we could like pool in like all our money for all of our pizza tattoos. So if we all die in one grisly death, it's all like in a little, like in a little thing, thing like that. And they're showing you didn't see the video, but if you watch it on their website, they show like I don't, I, 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 oh, wait, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's skin. I'm gonna say somehow they transfer your tattoo and redraw it or something. I don't know how they do it, I but don't know, they, but there's something they do with it. Um. But that's great. You could finally keep, preserve your legacy. Keep it around. Dude, I'm stoked about this. So I, I'm actually looking at uh, doing the membership. I just currently don't have the funds for mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I, that's something I really want to do, Well, you know, to, to keep that. But here's a gallery yeah. of preserved tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, Are these people who have died? Let's see. Yeah. So let's see. Um, I want to see if they say that it's actually, like, skin or not. But like, oh, what's cool is these things also go like into an, uh, a gallery, like online where you can mm-hmm. see who did it, what shop, what the style is and like what it and like That's descriptions cool. about That's it. That's really cool. So this dude, this one right here. Uh huh. So this is death before dishonor. 
It's got like a dagger with the banner going around it and an eagle there. And it says here, like death before dishonor, style, traditional. Uh, traditional tattoos, tattoos consist of thin line work. Uh, I'm sorry, thick line work, dark outlines, solid colors, and little shading. They're uh, simple in design and use a limited color palette that typically consists of black, red, green, yellow, brown, and or blue. When it comes to the classic American tattoo, look no further than the traditional style. Artist, J.R. Tubbs. And then they have like other ones here. Let's see. Let's take a look at another one. This is like a flower one, mm-hmm. right? And there's like new school style, like tattoo. Mm-hmm. And then let's take a look. That's cool. They have a whole gallery of them. Yep. You have that. It's got like a bow and arrow. That's it's got like cool. a name on it. You got like a whole gallery here. And like even simple ones like this one, it's just like text. It says KPMG EST 1997. So let's see if this just tells us here. Let's see. This is a simple, straightforward lettering design. People often receive lettering tattoos to commemorate life events and or display mantras or ideologies. This tattoo was donated by NAPSA chairman uh, Charles Hamm and represents uh, him leaving his position as partner in KPMG in 1997. Uh, KPMG is one of the largest global professional service firms. So th- this dude, <laughs> literally, he just basically took the company he worked at, you know, like a, it's like a fir- firm or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, I'm leaving this company. That's a big step in my life. I'm going to put that company's like initials on me and then put a line through it. <laughs> You know, nice. like that's and then he started this, you know, that's cool, man. So I, I think that's right. And oh, dude, I mean, this has got to warm the cockles of your heart right here. You already know what this is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Marine yeah. Corps. And like in the video, they show them uh, like a kid holding the Marine Corps thing. So mm-hmm. you got to feel like that's like their dad, his dad or whatever. But like if you look at it, dude, like in detail, it looks like skin. I'm telling you, it dude. looks like dried skin. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, that's fine. It's like, it'd be no different than having it printed like on leather and stuff like that. You know, like yeah. this is the actual tattoo. Otherwise, it's just a transfer process, it's you true. know, in which case anyone could do that. They could just scan your arm and then print it on something. And yeah. But like, you know, you get the that's simple cool. mom tattoo and stuff. Just like. That's interesting. I think it's rad. Well, it. in a way, Chewy, both of our, ta- or both of our death dreams came true this week because I, our roommate Matt shared an article with us. Uh, this is from vice.com and the article is titled being buried on the moon now costs about the same as an average funeral. Ah, oh, damn dude. Dealing with the burial arrangements of your this loved is the ones. Ultimate yeah. goodbye part two. It's true. Uh, can be a difficult process, but a company has now made it possible to simply ship off cremated remains to the moon. That's rad. Yes. Elysium Space, based in San Francisco, announced this month that it will soon be offering lunar burials for a starting price of, can I take a guess? I'm going to guess 2500 uh, More than that. Okay. Like significantly more? Significantly. Um, I'm going to go with 25000 Not that much. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to split the difference and say I'm going to go with like uh, 10000 $9,950. All right. Instead of sending your dearly departed six feet under, you can now send them over 200,000 so, miles wait above. a minute. Hold on. So a standard funeral here costs like $10,000? When you're burying somebody, yes. Holy shit, You dude. have to pay for the plot. You have to pay for the casket. You got to pay for all the embalming work. And like, Yeah, there's a lot going into it. Oh, my God. So if you're going to spend that money anyway... Shoot me to the moon. Yeah, dude. Like, well, I'm just like, <laughs> well, preferably, I'd still prefer exploring the galaxy in my body. Yeah. But if that's not possible, 
and this is, and there's no way to Dude. just shoot my ashes into space. Oh my God, wait a minute. Hold on a second. That means, so our lunar deeds are totally legit then. Because <laughs> if they're able to be like, well, we're going to go like send it to the moon and just send shit over there. Like, the, the, and there's a spot they're doing that. Like, well, we don't know. Let's, legal kill, let's, let's read on. Let's read on. I'm just saying, you know, we could have our lunar, mm-hmm. you know, our lunar tea on our lunar porches and then like oh. go visit each other's ashes. Oh, on the this moon. is this is going to make you cry. You ready for this? Why? Elysium's first lunar burial will be for the late mother of US Army infantry soldier Stephen Jenkins from Tennessee, who would write in her letters to her son while he was in Iraq, "Always look at the moon and know I am with you." Ah oh, shit. I'm getting dude. all choked up. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's uh, like some Star Wars <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Serious. You could look at my eyes. They're yeah. getting teared up. Uh, it's a privilege to provide an experience that will allow families to commemorate and honor loved ones by directly connecting them with the moon in the night sky, said John Thornton, CEO of Pittsburgh-based Astrobo- Astrobotic tra- Technology, a company that is uh, teamed with Elysium to offer the burials in a press release. Uh, Elysium has begun accepting reservations for their lunar memorial service. The first 50 per- participants will pay the starting price. Beyond that, the price will increase to 11950 still not far from the 7000 to 10000 average price of a funeral in the United States states once a spot is reserved the company ships out a kit containing a custom engraved ash capsule and a small scoop for transferring a quote symbolic portion of the remains Mm. unfortunately the elysium is only accepting cremated remains under a gram per customer at this time Mm. so you can't put your whole body your whole body put my dick on the moon (laughs) (laughs) i want to fuck the moon that would be amazing could you imagine that you're like okay when i die i want you to cut my dick off and my balls and cremate them separately so they know that's my dick and balls. Oh my god! And dude. my face. Cut my face off, dude. <laughs> my face. That way they can identify my dick, um, <laughs> dude. Like, can you so, imagine that? If if I did that, I would have like, um, if, like if I had that in my will, and I'm like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. I would probably get a tattoo before that that says FTM, and people are like, uh, did you? Did they mess up on your W? Did they like? Uh, and I'm like, no, dude. It's supposed to be an M, and they're like. What's M for? Moon. <laughs> Fuck the moon? Yeah. FTM, bro. DGAF. Um, so once shipped back to the company, this capsule is placed in a spacecraft module. Remains will be sent into space via an astrobiotics or astrobotics lander uh, from a to-be-determined launch point, either Cape Canaveral, Florida, Vanderburg Air Force Base in California, or Wallops, Virginia. Over 450 people have had their remains sent to space since 1992, the first being Gene Roddenberry, who created Star Trek. This will not be the first lunar burial either. The remains of geologist Eugene Shoemaker were sent to the moon in 1998. But I've had enough of looking at earth rocks. I want moon rocks. Chewy, our dreams are coming true. Dude, I'm so fucking stoked. I'm kind of excited. I'm I'm excited to die now. (laughs) I'm stoked. I'm I'm bummed again that like we won't be able to be like, like, oh man. That's my tattoo up on the wall or something like that. Like I, w- I wonder, dude, if there's like some way where if it's like they know, like the ghosts are real. Like no, like like you're gonna fucking die. You're gonna die in like you know a few months. Like I wonder if that could be like, can we like get the process started now just so I could see like the final product before I die and like just I'll, I'll bandage. I'll be bandaged. I'll pretty much be a mummy like my last few days because I'll just be by that point I plan to be yeah. covered in tattoos. So I plan to be wrapped in and just not even bandages, just toilet paper because I will have spent all my money on preserving my tattoos. But like, oh man, here's the thing though. Here's the thing in. <laughs> So right now they're taking cremations and sending them to the moon. Yes. Pretty soon, 
it's only a matter of time before they send the whole urn. And it'll be only a matter of time before they say, let's send the body over there. Like, and like in space, in the moon, it doesn't have the atmosphere. There's no bugs like there are here. Mm -hmm. Like people are going to like decompose differently. Mm -hmm. Like you'll have the sun radiating on you. So you'll probably become radioactive because there's no atmosphere. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You'll become a radioactive (laughs) space mummy. You'll become, oh my God, a moon mummy. Oh my God. Radioactive moon mummies. Oh my God. It's going to happen. Radioactive moon mummies from space. Chewy, I'm just going to say. Radioactive space mummies from the moon. (laughs) Which one's a better title for a movie? I don't know. Either one. Brett Simmons, if you're listening to this, (laughs) let's talk. Chewy, I'm just going to say this. I don't know about you. But I've never been more excited to die than now. I've never been more excited for you to die either, dude. <laughs> like, That's, there's only one thing we can go out on this episode with: death, 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 all right. Well, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening to Seven Things this week. We learned a lot. We learned about all the different ways you can preserve our bodies so you can look up at, on the wall or at the moon and think of us. We learned that even amazing things like plane crashes into, not crashes, but landings rather, avoiding crashes. True heroes. True heroes land. And we learned that even though Chewie could have gotten stabbed this week, he's alive. And, and that makes us even more excited about our eventual demise. <laughs> I'm true. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Cromdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our sins. And as always, keep that face, because you never know when you need to stuff it into a tiny space capsule along with the ashes of your balls and dicks so you can fuck the moon. Fuck the moon, bitches. <laughs> See you. This is done. This is done. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.